0: All right, guys. Welcome to our Wednesday Zoom call, our Thriving Lives podcast. Uh, hopefully, everybody's had a wonderful week. Um, tonight's topic is going to be about the difference between saying "I want" and "I will." Um, this kind of, you know, this going to pertain to a lot of uh, a lot of times. What I see on check ins, like when people are kind of doing some goal setting for what the coming week is, I love their mindset in terms of, "Hey, I, I know I want to improve a little bit this week." But they, they happen to say, you know, I want to do this. And, you know, I'll have, um, you know, over the years, I'll see somebody continuously saying, you know, this is my goal this week. I want to log my macros or I want to drink more water. or I want to get in three times, you know, workouts, uh, three workouts this week, whatever that looks like. And again, I love that they're reflecting and that they have good intentions going into the work week. Um, however, they're not truly committing to it. I want says that, oh, I I would like that you know, I would like to lose 10 pounds, but am I actually going to do the work to get to that point? Um, am I actually going to, you know, carve out the time in my week to get my three workouts in that I said were my goal. You know, if you've continuously said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, log my macros and make sure everything is on point this week, but then you don't. And then you say it again, the next week, you're not, you're just, they're just words at this point, it's just empty. Um, we've got to put some action behind things here. Um, so, you know, uh, what this kind of comes down to is, again, is just where do our priorities lie? Where do our intentions lie as well? And then, again, making sure that those priorities have time that's carved out to to a lot for them. Um, you know, I feel like uh, kind of scatterbrained at the moment coming into this. I was busy doing a little bit of yard work before this. But so coming, coming back to it, though, you know, something that uh, Nicole and I were kind of talking about the other day, we have a slightly differing mindset, you know, something about me. Um, that I I recognize is different from um a lot of people is I get shit done, like a lot done in a day. And I pride myself on that, on the same on the flip side of that. Um, obviously that keeps my stress higher, um, cortisol stays higher. And it's hard for me to kind of shut things down and shut, shut my brain off, shut my body off. Um, you know, it's hard for me to really soak up and enjoy just time to do absolutely nothing. I am doing a lot better about being more mindful of it and being more present with, with, that, with that stuff. And that's kind of where, you know, one of my biggest goals for this year, especially with the baby on the way, is to just embrace the now and things of that nature. However, you know, we were kind of talking about, you know, she was like, you know, some people just can't do this or that. You know, some people, they can't stick to their diet for for X amount of time, or they can't, you know, it's harder for people to check in. Um, you guys saw my post early in the week in the groups about it might've seemed like I was a little bit agitated. And to, to an extent I was, um, it wasn't really anybody in particular um, that was frustrating me. It's just kind of a culminating, you know, seven years of doing this. Um, there's a lot of, of, of excuses, a lot of, you know, this is, this is hard for me. I respect it and I give a lot of grace and a lot of empathy that this shit is hard, but what I don't have a lot of empathy for is, is the the lack of prioritization If you have to get shit done, you're going to get shit done. Now, when it comes down to our health, we look at this as a a may do and not a must do thing. We look at this like we have the option to do it today or to not do it today. Now, of course, with your workouts, you don't have to work out every single day. So there's going to be plenty of off days. There's going to be plenty of shit that pops up and says, hey, you can't work out today. Or hey, you can't meal prep today. But if it is an actual priority to you that you take advantage of of, uh, the time that you have, um, of, of your health, of the ability to move your body, if that is an actual priority of yours, you will make it happen. And so regardless what the task is, whether it is getting paperwork done that you hate doing paperwork, I don't like doing paperwork, you don't like doing paperwork, but if the shit has to get done, you're going to get it done. And so I don't like the, the thought of, I want to do this shit, tell me that you're going to do this stuff. And if you need help figuring out how we're going to get it done, that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm, I'm here to help provide more solutions, help to provide guidance. But when we figure out what that plan is, it's up to you to go put the, the action behind it. And that is way easier said than done. But it doesn't mean it shouldn't be done. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't give your best effort to. Um, so so that's kind of where where I'm at on this stuff is is we've got to be absolutely intentional about the things that we really accomplish, because especially when it's pertaining to our health and our fitness and change your lifestyle habits. That shit is difficult. And I get it. It is very difficult to make these changes. Um, but that's the reason why we have to check in. That's the reason why we have to reflect. That's the reason why we have to set goals for this coming week and, and not just set arbitrary goals, but think, okay, I said I wanted to get in three times, you know, to the gym. That's just an easy example to throw out there. Well, what days are you going to do that? What time blocks do you have? And hey, do you have a, a plan B and a plan C in case, you know, Monday doesn't work for you like you planned on it? Do you have other time Times that you can kind of carve out in the week to 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 make it happen. Um, now, exercise is one that I, while that's a big priority, again, it comes back to what is our hierarchy of needs, getting our sleep, getting our nutrition on point, meal prepping, getting our water intake and things of that nature. So, um, you know, a, a big thing that I want to see people do is if you're struggling to get your water intake in, if you are struggling to check in on time, Ask me how to do that, of, of, of course, but also do some do some thinking yourself. How, how can I make this happen? If I need to get 100 ounces in, if I need to get a check-in in on Thursday morning, how do I keep myself accountable to do that? Well, number one, this is what is most baffling to me is that I'm paying money for something, whether it's $10 or $1,000, I'm going to damn well get my money's worth out of it. And if that means I'm paying a coach, and even if I suck this week, guess what? I'm paying him or I'm paying her. That I'm going to check in, and you're going to give me a little bit of feedback on it. That's what I'm here to do. That's what you're paying me to do, on top of other things as well. So, number one, if you're paying for something, use it. Get as much value out of it as, as you can. That doesn't mean you're going to execute this week perfectly, but at least get that out of it. Don't don't shy away from the check ins because you are struggling or anything of that nature. Um, I'll pause for a minute because again, I'm, now I'm just getting off on on various tangents. Um, but you guys. Any thoughts on that? I want versus I will.
1: Um, I think the same thing applies to feedback. Like if I say, which I never would make a comment about my coach's feedback, but in case I ever did say, oh, Marcus told me this. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. My husband says the same thing. You're paying for this. He's doing his job. You paid for this. Yeah. He's telling you this is the modification to make, or this is the guidance. And so I always feel like that's a good reminder of whether it's corrective feedback or, um, a change in the programming. Yeah. Good reminders.
0: No, I, I appreciate that. And I'm sure that there has been a time or two where you've been like, I don't want to do this or why is he making me do this? And then, so it's good that your husband's on the other side of that to be like, you, you hired him for a reason. Uh, but that's, that, that, that's very true. And I'm not sitting here saying that I know absolutely everything, but, I mean, to, to kind of branch off what you just said, Krista, um, you know, a lot of people are, it's, it's funny when, when, when a client comes to you, um, and you tell them, Hey, this is what I want you to do. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's going to make me a fat. That's going to make me feel X, Y, and Z. Um, I'd rather go low carb with this. Um, I'll have clients that join and say that, Hey, this is, which I, I want you to give me the details on what's worked for you in the past. What's not worked for you, and if it worked for you, how did you get back to this point where you're needing my guidance on it, where you're needing my help with it? And what's what's always crazy to me is is where clients come to me and say, "Well, this is this is how I want to do it." Well, first off, if if that always worked for you, and if it works sustainably, where you're not having to get back into this cycle of needing to lose this weight or needing to to refine your your motivation, whatever whatever it is that we're talking about then you wouldn't be here if it was working on your own or if it was working in the ways that you've done it in the past, or maybe it has worked in those certain ways and it's just not working any, anymore. You're here because you're, you're struggling in one of those ways. So doing the same shit that hasn't worked for you, hasn't worked for you sustainably is, is, is baffling to me. Um, now I'm all for open communication. And if you're saying this doesn't work because I can't eat it this time, this isn't work for that, you know, this reason or that reason. That's an open dialogue. And that's what I need because there are some things within a plan that, hey, this is this isn't sustainable. You're right. Um, this is working way too much against what your current lifestyle allows for and not with it. But at the same time, some shit's got to change and you got to do it a different way. You got to try it a different way. Honestly, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I've I've utilized a couple of different bodybuilding prep coaches in the past is because I want to learn different ways of doing things. Now each of those individual coaches probably could have did it four or five different ways, but I just like to see kind of what is somebody's, you know, this is their approach kind of do things with it. But, but again, though, uh, like Chris has said, you know, if we're, if we're paying for this, if this is what we're asking for um, and especially if it's working, what I'm asking you to do is working. Why are we, why are we changing things up and why why are we questioning it to that, to that extent? Um, I don't really think I get a whole lot of that, but I will get people, you know, that, that will make changes on their own. Um, I had a guy a while back that, um, you know, bigger dude didn't need to be on poverty calories and just, just minimally eating. Um, so I started his calories off pretty high said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to eat a decent amount of food with this. And then, uh, you know, weight is going to start falling off with it, but it's going to be slower than maybe what your ideal would be. But again, your ideal gets you into a point where your plateau gets you into a point where you've over-restricted for X amount of time, and then you just can't do it anymore. So again, if if your way was working, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be asking me for my advice. You wouldn't be asking me for my coaching. So just trust it. Um, And that part is very, very hard. It's hard to give up that trust, but a lot of that should have happened in that console call in that when you... Purchase your plan. You are now, and this is one of the reasons why, um, you know, for new clients um, in Sydney, you're one of the new ones on here. I was like a month or two behind on writing my, my thank you cards into, and what I mean by thank you. And you should be getting this soon. I didn't want to spoil that, but ultimately, you know, I'll send it a card nowadays. And a couple of you guys were on here prior to me ever doing, it. I think Kaylee was the only one that ever got that thank you card. I started doing that last fall. Uh, but essentially, one of the things that that I, I express to all all clients when I'm writing those out is, thank you for entrusting me with your health and with your goals and allowing me to be a part of your journey. And I wholeheartedly mean that because it takes a lot to say, this guy's going to tell me what to eat. This guy's going to tell me how to sleep. This guy's going to tell me, I mean, all those different things. This guy is going to listen to my my reflection on not just how my nutrition and health went this week, but you know, how's my mindset? How's my confidence? How how are these uh, these these um, vulnerable things going in my life? And that's that's a that's a lot to kind of hand over to somebody. Um, so I, I truly do appreciate every every client opportunities that I, that I have to be able to touch your 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 life. Just like with with me and teaching elementary school, I'm so sad to be leaving because I know every single year I got to touch 500 kids' lives. I got to be a healthy role model for them. I got to show them a fit adult that was active and that ate decent food and it isn't sitting there just drinking pop during class um I I loved every aspect of that because I know that every day and every moment and that's why I can show up and just put my best foot forward even on the days where I don't want to be at school teaching is that every moment is an opportunity that you know I remember growing up and there's these, different pieces that stick out to me from like my parents or from teachers. And um, I want to be able to have one of those moments with every single one of those kids, just like with my clients, since we're working on such intricate things, like I want you to remember me five years from now and remember some of the shit that I said, I want you to remember me 10 and 15 years from now. You know, I want to know that I had a positive impact on your, on your guys' lives. But a lot of that is you've got to give up that, that, that trust to, to make that happen. Um, and that's how we're going to get to wherever. That's why I always say, you know, on client consult calls as well, is that treat this like a relationship. Like me and you are entering a relationship and let's say long-term sustainable goals have been reached and you now know how to handle things. To me, that is the marriage part of it. That is like, we, we got to that finish line that we really wanted to get to. And obviously there's There's a, it doesn't just end because you get married doesn't just end because you get to your goals and because you figure shit out, you still have to apply it. You still got to work at it. And there's going to be seasons that are tough and seasons that are easy, but you're going to work through it all well to get to that point of that marriage. And in this situation, to get to that point of sustainable goals that you've reached is that communication's got to be there. You've got to show up for yourself. You got to show up for me on check-in days. You've got to be honest with things and you've got to be intentional and prioritize the right shit. This was something else that uh, you know. I, was, I thought about maybe talking about next week on, on the Zoom call, but we'll kind of dive into it a little bit here as well is on the upfront, when you are starting something new, and that could be literally anything, there are sacrifices you have to make in order to prioritize that new thing in your life. Um, that doesn't mean you have to sacrifice for a long period of time. It just means you have to sacrifice enough to the point where things become a little bit more habitual, a little bit more automatic, a little bit more seamless and effortless. Um, you know, for instance, tracking your macros, um, putting in that little bit of work up front, whether it's looking at my information I've given out or finding other YouTube videos or, you know, asking me to, to kind of build out your plan on my fitness pal. It's an extra charge, but because that takes a little bit of time for it. And then I'll walk you through things a lot more. But again, like there are so many different ways to do it and it does help you become more flexible over time and understand the value of the foods that you're eating. Um, struggling with meal prepping work at the shit. Just because it sucked the first few weeks, continue to chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it. And I promise it gets a lot easier. It gets a lot more efficient. I did. Meal prep is second nature to me now, but my very first comp prep, when I actually truly first started meal prepping, that shit took me forever. I was buying fresh green beans from sprouts and having to cut off each individual end of it with scissors before I would toss it and, and learn how to steam green beans and green beans take me an hour. And even if I made them perfectly, they still were green beans. They still weren't enjoyable to eat. Uh, but they were, you know, it was, it was something I thought I had to do with it. So, uh, a lot of the shit is trial and error, but the biggest part is trial and being okay with some error with it. So you can continue kind of, you know, chipping away until you just get into this, this rhythm with things. Um, but again, this shit has to be prioritized. Otherwise, it won't happen because if it was easy to prioritize, if it was easy to make happen, you wouldn't need my help. You'd be thriving. You'd be feeling great all the time um, and all that good stuff. So we got to sacrifice a little bit. We got to put a little more work on the upfront so everything else is good. You got to put in that work with me in terms of that relationship to to really get where you want to go with. Um, you know, Krista, Dexter, you guys have been with me a long, a long time. Um, and the and I wholeheartedly believe the reason why things are much more sustainable for you, the the whole, you know, the reason why I truly believe that if I kick you guys out of TLF, which I would never do, um, I think you guys would be successful, you know. Um I think you guys know enough about it that you could easily do this stuff on your own. And that's where we obviously want to get to. Krista, what's up?
1: I was gonna say that I thought it was kind of shocking to hear that people don't always check in like on a routine basis because I kind of think about it. I know baseball was like your thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: played softball and I was awful, but my dad didn't tell me until I was like 24. Yeah. You, you're <laughs> terrible. Like you throw terrible. And I know you've done the same thing. Like one time we had a a zoom call and you were like, yeah, you've had some shitty weeks. And afterwards I was like, I told my husband like, did you know I had some shitty weeks? Like I didn't know because <laughs> all the feedback on check-ins is there's like, yeah, maybe this wasn't ideal, but this was great. So there's yeah. always something like a small glimmer of this was on track or you're mm. working in the right direction to this. And that's the like, little pat on the back that I yeah. think people need along the health journey from yep. their coach. And so to hear that someone is paying for it and then they're not checking in and Mm-hmm. Hearing that, hey, this is the right step. This is the yep. direction you we want to be going. Everyone needs that. So I hope the people continue their check-ins, continue that journey. Because yeah. I don't know, like Dex and I've re-upped because our goals change yeah. and what we're working on changes.
0: Very true. That's 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 very very true. You guys are entered different seasons of life. Uh, you know, not to dive into, to Dexter's, uh, struggles here recently. I mean, I'm sure he'd be happy to share it, but not, not that he needs to, but ultimately he's in a different season of life than what he has been the past couple of years. And so we're working through some of those obstacles, but like you said, Krista, um, it's, it is crazy to me as well. When, when people, you know, it's, it's, it's not the, you miss a check in here and there like that shit's going to happen. You're going to be out of town. You're going to be sick. You're going, it might've just slipped your mind. Um, there are very, various reasons why a mischeck-in might happen here or there, um, but it, it, it shouldn't ever happen. Like you just said, there can be plenty of, of bad things within your week, but there's things there are glimmers of hope. There are glimmers of, hey, you, you sucked on all these levels, but you executed this one thing. You were at least mindful of one thing, and that feedback is very helpful because um, I, I had one – I'm not going to dive into what her text was, but I had a text from a client before this. Um, she's a client that hasn't checked in a whole lot, um, at all for the most part. And, um, you know, she's been with me two different times at this point. Um, once last year, once this year, and the check-ins aren't happening, which means progress is not happening. And one of the things she said, I haven't really got to dive into the text at all, but uh, one of the things I, I did see that kind of stuck out to me was that, um, she didn't want to check in because she felt like she was failing in all these different ways, and number one didn't see the points check in but number two um if she reflect on it it would obviously make her feel uncomfortable to to a level that i oh, fuck i failed like i already know i failed but now really saying it out loud now i really feel like i failed well first off there is no failing with this stuff i should, I had another client i think after that that message i sent it, it kind of sparked and ruffled some feathers that i wanted it to if, if you're here there's a reason why you're here it and majority of us, it's not just for the vanity sake. Yeah, that's a part of it, but a lot of this shit is you have bigger reasons why you're here. You have bigger reasons why this matters to you when you first signed up. Bigger reasons why you're still here as well. Um, but you know, it was that, uh, you know, fear, fear of failure, fear of having to talk about that failure. that is the biggest aspect of of why we're here and why I he- I'm here on the other side of things. You know, if we're in person. And I have to see you in person, that's different. I can I can get that shit out of you. But when it's over over messaging, you can hide behind that all day long, but you're only hurting yourself in the situation. Um, so yeah, it's check-ins are, are absolutely, absolutely crucial for so many of those reasons. Um, and then again though, if if you're if you're if you're avoiding those check-ins because you are struggling, I guarantee you you will continue to struggle. That's not gonna stop just because, oh fuck, it's a new week if you didn't change anything, if you didn't reflect on anything, if you didn't sit and feel uncomfortable about your choices this week, uh, and not not that you should feel bad, but you have to know where you are to know where you want to go. You have to know where you are to know what is your next step. It might not be to get to the gym this week. You might have a shitty month ahead of you. You might be injured. You might be super sick. But there are other things you can do to, to conquer things. But if you're not showing them a check-in day, you might think, well, fuck, I can't work out, so I might as well not do anything. Especially if you're newer into to this lifestyle stuff. Um, so yeah, now I'm just kind of talking in circles again. Sorry about that. Uh, but no, great, great point, Krista. And really, you know, the the five of you that are on here now, uh, and there's a lot of other people as well that are consistent on these on these Zoom calls a lot. But you five right here, you guys don't miss check-ins. Um, you know, you are literally taking out an extra 30 minutes out of your week on top of the workouts, on top of the meal prep to sit here and listen to me ramble half the time, um, about shit that honestly, some of you guys know, it might just be a motivation thing. Uh, it might just be that I want to be totally, you know, diving into, to this, this, this journey so I can get the most out of it that I possibly can. So I definitely appreciate that, um, as well, guys, but, um, Anyway, I don't want to talk in circles because, I mean, I could just sit here and reiterate everything in different ways and say things slightly different. But uh, you don't need that, and I don't think I need to do that to you either. But anyway, guys, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Any other questions, any other comments, thoughts on this stuff or anything else? All right. Um, Looking ahead next week is – what's today's (laughs) date? 17th so the 24th next week i um i'm not going to quite be out of town but um i am leaving on the 25th so i get out of school on thursday at like two o'clock afternoon and later on that night i'm going to la with a buddy for a few days kind of as like my retirement celebration um so i won't be in town next weekend um you can still check in of course i will get to you as is As much of it that I can, if you feel great about where you are, you don't have to check in. This is one of those weeks where I'm not going to yell at you that you don't check in. Uh, I'm not talking about tomorrow and Friday, but if you're listening to this on the on the, the podcast anyway, then this is coming up for, for next week. So the 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th is when I will be out of town. Uh, but anywho, though, so like I said, check in. If you feel like you need the check-in, check in if you just want to stay in the habit of it. Check in if you, you know, you you need adjustments made and things of that nature, or if you're struggling, if you feel like you're in a great spot. Um, you know, business as usual, go crush it again the following week. Um, anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys being on the call tonight. I appreciate you guys listening to me ramble. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Check in tomorrow morning. There you go. Chris has said Memorial Day weekend check and break. I didn't even think it was Memorial Day. Um, honestly, yeah, um, because that week it's going to be kind of getting back on track anyway after Memorial Day because I mean, not that everybody does a lot of stuff on Memorial Day, but usually people are a little bit loose. Um, again, one day is not going to crush all your goals. One day is not going to set you back massively. However, if you let one day turn into two, turn into five, turn into two weeks, that is where you are taking giant steps backward and digging a big hole for yourself to crawl back out of. So try to limit yourself to one day of fuckery and then uh, back on track after that. All right, guys, have a great Wednesday night and a great rest of your week. And I'll talk to you guys later.